Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. Welcome to Tell Me More. Hey, hey, hey. It's the Tell Me More podcast, ladies. (laughs) Hello. We're glad you came back again for another week. Thanks for listening. Sometimes I wonder, what are you doing? What are you guys doing when you listen to this podcast? Exercising. Exercising. Doing some deep squats. Yeah. Doing the dishes. Doing the dishes. I actually like to listen to podcasts while doing something I don't like. Uh-huh. When I, when I fold laundry, for sure. Um, this week's theme, if you're dying to know, this week's theme <laughs> is tell us some bad advice you've been given. Uh, the number one piece of bad advice that people shared in our Google forms is don't go to bed angry. That is the most garbage advice. advice yeah. Ever. Who can say that two logical adults that are tired out of their minds should really hash it out? Mm -hmm. Go to bed. Yep. Just sleep on your side. Turn your back to them. Sleep on it. Because do you know how many times that I have, like, I've had something that I would, like, I'm going to die on this mountain. Mm-hmm. I am, Dave, I mean, Michael is so wrong. And then I wake up in the morning, refreshed, mm-hmm. and I have to totally apologize to him. Yep. Totally apologize. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, go to bed. Being angry, angry when you're tired can just, <sighs> can only escalate things. Yeah. That's not going to be productive, are you? Right. So number one listener submitted piece of bad advice. Don't go to bed angry. I would say marriage advice is about 50, 50 in my opinion, (laughs) 50% of it's going to be useful. And the other 50% nah. I actually had a boyfriend that one time told me that, um, left on red unless otherwise said, Ooh, that's, very illegal. Also, every stop sign that has a white outline is optional. Really? That, Bad advice. That was terrible advice. I yeah. failed my driver's test. Um, I <laughs> failed my driver's test the first time too. Kristen, why do we keep learning things about each other? At least every episode we learn something new and we're like, oh, yeah, me too. I was told by my dad that... You could go up to five miles over, you know? Yes. And like, yeah, that's a good rule of thumb for when you're driving in general, but not on your driver's test. And I assumed <laughs> that that would fly on the driver's test. And so we got done with the driver's test and the man with the clipboard was like, so I stopped counting after 12 tally marks, but you continually went over the speed limit. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I found out you can't go five over. Very good. On your driver's test. I might have ran a red light on my driver's test. Oh, dang. Everybody was safe in the car, Stanley. (laughs) I had to close the office. Everybody was fine. Um, I have some drivers. I have a driver's advice right here. Oh, yeah. Chris, I found some on on the interweb. Bad advice on the interwebs. Yes. It says, when I started learning how to drive, my dad, completely serious, said, always weave a little. And all the other cars will stay away from you. (laughs) That happens to me some mornings. I'm like, this person has got to be drunk or sleep driving has got to be. 
Um, we have a listener. I thought this was cute. My sister told me to hire a doula. I was really worried about nurses and doctors railroading me, but turns out the doula tried to rail railroad me. <laughs> I fired her halfway through my time in the hospital. That's awful. Yeah. So, so doulas are not, they're just basically a birth coach. As they're far supposed as to I be understand. supporting you. Right. That sucks. Yeah. Like even if you got the shot in the back, which is by the way, my best friend, <laughs> every time the, Oh my gosh, what's the doctor called? Anesthesiologist comes in. I want to kiss him on the mouth. Yeah. Girl or boy. Doesn't matter. Love them. Love them when I'm about to give birth. They're my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this same listener submitted another one. Um, and I happen to know who this was. She says, get a master's now. Oh, this was so this was advice she was given before she had kids, and people were telling her, take advantage of your childlessness and get a master's now. You might as well. Um, She says, I heard this a lot when I didn't have children, but I opted not to. I didn't know if I wanted to stay in education when it was time for me to go back to work. And I wanted my master's to have a good return on investment. Should I choose to get one? I knew I would be staying home with the kids in their younger years. So I'm glad I didn't follow that advice. Number one, because my education would have become outdated and irrelevant if I did indeed stay home with babies. And number two, I don't really want to go back into education. So that's awesome. Yeah. I have another thing. Like, so you're childless. You should really do this. We don't need to give people advice for what to do with their time if they don't have children. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, As a six-year-old, I entered the 100-yard dash in my school's little Olympics. Cute. My My 14-year-old brother. (laughs) Sorry. I'm pulling my mom right now. My mom always laughs when she's Uh trying to tell the joke, and it drives us crazy. <laughs> Pull it together, Danielson. She advised me to run like a. Can you just read? Um, this one. As a six-year-old, I entered. So six-year-old little kid, I entered the hundred-yard dash in my school's little Olympics. My fourteen-year-old brother advised me to run like an ostrich on my tiptoes, straight-legged. I finished last. Yeah, that would that would cause you to finish last. Can you try and act it out? Kristen is on the floor. I'm just going to keep recording here. I think I'm really punch drunk right now. Yeah, you might be. Oh, lock it up, Danielson. Yeah, that's... that's oh, I don't know why I just that's funny if advice. I was in the audience, I would be dying. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. Lots of listeners submitted bad, like, dating advice or how to get married advice. We have one submission that says... Um, I was told maybe if you weren't so happy, you'd find someone you're too happy single to get married. Funny thing is I got depressed and I still didn't find anyone. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I know who submitted that one and they did find somebody, but you're you're too happy. You're too happy. So maybe if you were just less happy, be less happy. Okay. I'm on it. If you want to find someone. Yeah. That's terrible advice. I mean, advice. all right, whatever. Um, have you ever heard this advice? When you stop trying, it'll happen. Yes. Yeah. It is. <sighs> Never say that to anybody who is single or trying to have kids. Least helpful advice in the entire world. It did work for me, but I had to give up mm-hmm. on my own. Yeah. But not with trying, but with trying a kid. It is the worst advice. It's like telling somebody with this. Here's another one. When you have anxiety. Yeah. Just calm down. Just relax. <laughs> yeah. 
Not I helpful. want to be like, really? The worst? You have cured anxiety for the world. Why are we not telling more people this advice? Mm-hmm. The worst kind of advice is unsolicited advice. Like, is it awful to hear that kind of dating advice? Like, when you when you stop trying, it'll happen. Yeah, that's awful to hear. It's bad advice. But it's even worse when you weren't even asking for it, right? Oh. When I was getting married, my sister had not gotten married yet. And by the way, she still got married super young. Not just, just not LDS young. Mm-hmm. And she kept getting through my whole wedding patted on the shoulder you'll be next. you'll be next and so i told her to say the same thing to them at the next yeah, funeral totally you'll be next yep you'll be next i have one right here <laughs> okay let's hear it as a rookie fireman i was advised by the older firemen to start smoking they said it would help acclimate my lungs <gasps> to the smoke oh in the building my fire. gosh that's terrible ridiculous yeah um i have a couple house related bits of advice yeah a listener says, wait to buy a house until you have 20% down. Like, I would never own a home if I had followed that, that advice. I truly thought that was for a while until, I'm going to throw it out there, Jason Stebbins, I love you. I love your face. I love your family. He he was amazing. He was like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. And then also look at these beautiful first-time home owner opportunities that mm-hmm. you can use. Can you imagine needing to put... 20% down now. on your first home. Now. I bought my home in 2013 and I did not put 20% down. Yes. That would have been ridiculous. I think I did put 10%. Ooh, you fancy But pants. that's because I pulled money out of my retirement. You fancy. Well, it's good. This is going to make you poop your pants. I bought my house for $183,000. I'm still clenching my butt cheeks. Yeah. So 10% of that is $18,000. And again, I bought. Like, who buys a house for $183,000? I'm so proud of you, by the way. Anymore. You Thanks. don't. Unless it's like a podunk place that's a shack. Yeah. And I not a gorgeous house that think, we're in right now. I don't even think. With um, fluffy carpet in the downstairs. So here's another housing-related piece of advice from my friend Evan, who I had a good chat with today. She said, I was always getting advice that I should buy, not rent. That renting is basically throwing your money away. And she said, I hate that advice. And then she gave this analogy. She says, it's like telling people to buy an apple tree because going to the store and buying apples from the store is throwing your money away. Like when I rent, I am paying for a service and getting that service. It's not throwing my money away. It's so I, I love that. I like that. And I feel bad that people who are not in a place to buy, get shamed, get shamed or get told you're throwing your money away because you're renting and not buying a house. Like let people make their own decisions. Can I actually tell you another Does advice? Not make people feel bad. Can I tell you another advice? Please. So I absolutely going to throw out there. Throw it out there. Okay. I love being a mom. Yes. I love being a mom, but it is hard. And I have learned that I can't pretend anymore mm. that I have this perfect family and perfect children and perfect and then I do struggle yeah. and I do get frustrated with my kids and I still get up the next day and try again. Right. Mm-hmm. But when somebody, when I'm like in the middle, I'm drowning and somebody tells me, Oh, it's going to go by so fast. Mm-hmm. You should really, really savor it. It's like me. Savor every moment. Savor it every moment. It's yeah. like telling me that it tell, that like, you're I, not appreciating. I'm not appreciating that I'm ungrateful, uh-huh. that I'm literally, and here I am in a pool 
holding all three kids, trying to tread water and survive mm, yeah. with the smile on my face. And then I need somebody to tell me, oh, oh, enjoy this moment. Mm -hmm. That That is a phrase that's triggering to me. Yeah. And by the way, what if, people, what if someone says to you, what a time you're in right now? Oh, I like that. What a time you're in right now. What a season you're what in. What a season. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Because again, with each season has their ups and downs. Like mm -hmm. you're acknowledging I like that one. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Let's yeah. say that one. We're old biddies. Okay. Let's do it. What a time you're in right now. What a phase of life. It just implies all the things. Um, another listener said I was given bad advice that I had to wear name brand popular clothes to attract girls. Not true. You can be well-dressed. You don't need to. Again, maybe that was in middle school when people cared about that. I'm all about the personality. You could be the hottest guy in the world, mm -hmm. but if you have a pop personality, you're like a one. Yeah. I'm all about a good personality. Like you have to have a good personality. Bad advice. Um, as my brother left, this is another one. As my brother left to pilot B-17s in World War II, our worried mother told him to fly low and slow. Terrible advice for a pilot leaving for war. Oh my gosh. Very bad advice. Uh, amazing. Um, I like what this listener says. My mother is basically opposed to medication of any kind. So I've had to ignore her advice many times and ignoring <laughs> my mother's advice has served me very well. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Um, a lot of parenting advice one time. So I've noticed about advice. And uh -huh. this is as a person who gives out advice. And this is something that I'm actually working on is not to give out. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I know. It's hard when you think you know something. Oh my gosh. And yes, I, um, I realize. So my brother-in-law, the, when he was visiting with his new wife, uh, went and asked everybody parenting advice. Uh huh. Right. And the ones that it was my oldest in-law, the old, they're the oldest of their kids are growing up. By the way, they have raised amazing kids, mm -hmm. but they were just like this advice and this and constant. Don't let them sleep in your bed and all mm -hmm. these things. Yeah. And the ones that were in the middle of it were like, survive. Like we had no advice to give them. Mm -hmm. We had no advice because we were still in the muck of it. We're still right. in the, right? Like, right. So I realized anytime I have advice, I know, I realize I, I know nothing. Marriage advice, parenting. Anytime I think I have something down, I get a curveball thrown at me. Mm -hmm. I get humbled. Yep. So there are things like advice that I think are good, but like. And I think this goes for like seeking out advice too. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. You go to someone you really admire. They give you some advice. You still get to decide if that's going to work for you or not. I actually have another one. Okay, let's hear it. When I was a Boy Scout, we went camping. My Boy Scout leader said to just use leaves to wipe. Oof. It was poison ivy. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever used a leaf to wipe before? Um, I'm more of a drip dryer. Okay. I remember being a small child, <laughs> like five probably. <laughs> and I was out hiking in the woods with my mom and dad and my little brother. And I had to do a number two. And my dad made me use a leaf to wipe because, I mean, there was really no other option. Of course. But when your number two drip dry is not an option. It's the only time I've ever used a leaf. How'd that work out? I don't remember because I was five. 
I just I just remember the like yucky part of being handed a leaf and being told here. Wow. I don't remember how it worked out. I'm I don't know. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah. Anybody else done that? Used a leaf? Let's find out. Comment below. Comment below. Comment below. You actually, I don't know, listener, if you know this, but if you listen on Spotify, we actually do have a question attached to the end of each podcast. And we'd love to have you start interacting that way if you do listen on the Spotify have platform. You, has anybody ever made any comments? Not yet. So we do need it. to tell you about it, do listener. It. That was our bad. Our bad. We're still figuring this whole thing out. Guys, I just found the world's greatest advice. Okay. Greatest horrible Greatest advice. worst advice. I gave my niece the following advice. He'll love you more if you're pregnant. <gasps> there oh is gosh. nothing that brings marriages together like a baby. Dang. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Um, speaking of like that kind of advice, weren't we talking about... It's such bad advice to tell someone, oh, he likes you. He's he's bullying you or pushing you on the playground. It's because he likes you. He's teasing you and being mean to you. It's just because he likes you. Not good advice. Oh, my sister one time gave my cousin Logan advice. And she's like, do you want a happy marriage? Marry someone who's really good at cleaning how, the, your house and cooking. Ooh. She really said that. I was right Wait, across the this? room. My sister, Melissa, I'm calling her out. Was she I was joking? No, because that is what she needs in a companion. She likes, she loves her house clean and she loves cooking. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm not even joking. I was literally right across the room. Those are the two things I'm terrible at. <laughs> I, I looked at her and she looked at me and then started laughing so hard oh my goodness i was like melissa that that does not make a good marriage um we have some we have another advice from a listener let's hear it but before i explain um for the church that kristen and i go to um people have what's called a calling where they will serve in a position for a period of time without being paid um and most people have some sort of calling at any given time where like you teach a little Sunday school class or you lead the music when we sing or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so oftentimes you might have one for a year. It might be a little bit longer. Um, but this advice that someone was given was always say yes to a calling. Oh, that's so you're invited or you're asked, hey, would you be willing to serve in this position? And someone told them the advice, always say yes to a calling. I heard that. That's garbage. Garbage. Tell me why you think it's garbage. I think that inspiration also comes from in information. Mm -hmm. And I think that we get personal inspiration for our families that mm. not even our bishop gets. Like uh -huh. we get personal inspiration. Do I feel like calling should? I What I think the whole purpose of callings and accepting these volunteer positions is to grow. It's an opportunity to opportunity grow. Opportunity to exactly. grow. Opportunity to serve your your fellow men and women. And mm -hmm. I, I love that, but I also think it shouldn't be at the expense of your family right. and your mental health. People should not feel but obligated. That was, to that was taught to me as well. An invitation. Never say no. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I really feel like God gave us our free agency to say no. So I mm -hmm. feel like it's kind of the opposite when you tell somebody never say, no. never say no. Um, Another this... thing is that dances, church dances, never say no when somebody's Oh asked. yeah. Don't say no. 
That's right. Also bad advice. Yeah. Now, do I get it that it takes a lot for a guy to ask you out? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I so maybe if, the advice could be if you say cre- yes most of the time, unless you have a bad feeling, yes. you can say no. Because I'm like, don't be a punk. Like, don't be rude just to be don't rude. Don't be rude yeah. to be rude. For sure. But like, I, that's messed up. Don't tell young women to be like, just say yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. This same person said they were given advice to just let the kids fight it out. They'll figure out the pecking order. Oh my <laughs> Terrible gosh. advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and here's the I, thing. I maybe the dead. Maybe the person who gave that advice that worked in their family. I bet you all those siblings have post traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna disagree. I have one that says <laughs> the advice: by the end of the first date, be sure to have detailed failings of all your exes so they can avoid easily making those same mistakes. What? <laughs> like detailed list of all to give your, to your date no like a detailed list of all the feelings of that current date of no no oh okay sorry by the end of the first date be sure you have a details of the failing a detailed of the feelings of all your exes so they can easily avoid making those same mistakes right here be sure you have detailed the feelings of all your exes so yeah like meaning Go review with this current date all yeah. the failings of your other exes. Yeah, so don't Got mess it. up. Okay. Um, <laughs> this advice is a little specific to teachers. If you're a teacher, I think you'll get it. The rest of you, maybe you'll get it. But this listener submitted and said, when I was a brand new teacher, I was teaching in a new state in a grade I didn't do my student teaching in. I was very insecure about teaching science, and I asked a fellow teacher where I could get ideas of how to teach it. Makes sense. Hey, fellow science teacher, give me some ideas for like what kinds of things I should be teaching and ideas for how to teach it. I don't know anything. Um, and that teacher said, oh, they also pointed out this was in a day when technology wasn't to the point it is now. It wasn't just like, oh, let me Google it. Yeah. Um, so the teacher basically just said, read the state standards. And that was the advice they were given. <laughs> if you don't know what to teach, read the state standards. Wow, so helpful. Thank that is you. great <laughs> advice. So they said I had to rely on a different teacher that let me take her ideas and use them. It wasn't until my third year of teaching that I learned about the entire binder that the district had made, breaking down the science standards that had lesson plan ideas for me. Oh my gosh, I want to like hug her. Had that had yeah. Some people are just not that helpful. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> that person sounded jaded. Yeah. Um, I so have sad. one that says this was advice from their maternal grandmother. You need to stop cursing so much because you sound like a man and you're going to get treated like one. No one wants to have babies with a man. <laughs> <laughs> I had my, my great grandma Gigi. If we ever, uh, great grandma yeah. Gigi, sorry. Um, if we ever carried something heavy, she'd be like, don't break your baby maker cute be careful you're gonna hurt your baby maker but i was like six i didn't know what didn't a baby know what maker was. was um do you take after that great grandma i don't know do i i don't know i wish i did i feel like she that's something is, that you would say now she is ex- she was extremely feisty and incredible i hope i take i after feel her. like in 50 years that's what you would say to your great grandchildren in a purple jumpsuit worrying about their baby makers yeah I love Your it. Your great grandma wore a purple jumpsuit. Of course she did. Oh my goodness. Of course she did. Wow. Velour tracksuits. 
<laughs> yes, ma'am. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. Kristen, any other bad advice? I'm all out. Okay, I have one more. Let's see. From your paternal. Okay. What is it? Act like you don't know things to let him explain. It makes men happy. Hmm. Good to know. Bad advice. And I feel like someone said something to that effect in our last episode about things that we used to do that are cringeworthy is act dumb for the boys. I kind of tried to compete with the boys. Did you? Yeah. That's cringy. I tried to compete with them. Like they apparently would be into being dominated. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Mike eventually, Mike, it works for Mike. No. Oh boy. Okay. Can I he edit out that me. shrill? He won't let me. Dang it. I hope he does not listen. He does listen. Oh my He's really supportive. Let me just tell you about something about Mike D. Okay. okay. Um, nothing phases this man. Uh-huh. Nothing. He was raised with five girls that put him through the ringer. I'm telling you, nothing phases him. When yeah. we dated, I tried. I tried to embarrass him. I tried to like. And is that how you knew you're like, he's the one? Yeah. Really? Um, Constant peace that I felt around him. Yeah. And nothing I could say could throw him off. Like to this day, the only, sometimes I'm cro- I cross the line with something I say and he gently puts his hand on my leg. That's my that's my only sign that I will get if I cross the line. Right? Maybe he should come be here while we record. <laughs> that would make this PG. Yeah. BTW though, he's way more inappropriate than I am. He's okay. just like tricky about it. Yeah. No, but yeah, there's nothing like that your phases. password. Yeah. Like your internet password. Yeah. I know Chris's with, internet password, and it is inappropriate. Yeah. And he came up with it. Yep. He is my dream man. Oh man. October, well, it's going to be 14 years. If you are listening and have also found your dream man, we'd love to hear why in the comments of the Spotify. Yes! So if you listen on the Spotify platform, that's going to be our question of the week because we'd love to get some engagement that way. Um, answer, if you've found your dream man, why he's your dream man. Yes. And if you haven't, keep listening to this podcast. Yeah. When you least expect it, it'll happen. Yeah. What's the bad advice? What if you is just, it? what is it? Stop trying? If you just stop trying. Stop trying. Try or don't try. Either way, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. That's my advice. Either way, just listen Unsolicited, to so it's probably bad. Either just way, listen. just listen to our podcast. Actually, I'm telling you, you will find your spouse if you listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, lastly, as always... We'd love it if you, as a birthday gift to me, as for my 40th birthday, if you would leave us either a review or if you're listening on (laughs) Apple Podcasts, we'd love a rating, a review. If you're listening on Spotify, I'm having such a hard time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, the things. Um, (laughs) Give us a review. Or just... Follow us on Instagram if you haven't yet. Make a comment on Instagram. Every couple weeks we post a link to our Google Doc with our questions of the week. We love you. Um, I think from now on every week we're going to sign off by Kristen singing another song. So that was this week's. All right, listeners, thank you so much. See you soon. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review. We'll have another episode next Tuesday, but until then, be sure to join us on Instagram at tellmemohor.